with the spirit of Antichrist we've been talking about, but then the Antichrist will soon be appearing. Uh, not while we're here, right? Do you believe that? You're going to try to ID the, the, the devil's man? <laughs> I pray that we don't because the Bible says we're out of here before that happens. But <clears throat> there was a writer and he was on Behold Israel, a Saudi author and media personality over there. Um, <clears throat> got his name and everything here, can't pronounce it. <clears throat> and he said this, and uh, he, he said it so quick, it was under in English, and I couldn't keep up, I had to listen to it three times to get it all. <clears throat> Give me a Palestinian state. Um, <clears throat> Reagan said, okay, to, this, to um, yes, Arafat, remember him? They agreed upon a Palestinian state. King Farid informed Arafat, they have gotten a Palestinian state. Arafat ran away and agreed to meet King Farad, Farad only 10 years after all of this. Arafat wasn't interested in a Palestinian state. Not, and this is what he started saying, none of you want a Palestinian state since you have no case, no country and no land. This land belongs to Israel. This is, a, this is a Saudi Arab saying this. According to the Quran, that's what he stated, and you are displaced people scattered from all over, mongrels, Turkmens, Caucasians, Armenians, gypsies, and have nothing in Palestine. Now, you didn't hear this on the public news, did we? <laughs> this is what an Arab from Saudi Arabia said. Palestine is the state of Israel for the people of Israel. And the people of Israel, just so you'll know, the people of Israel are the sons of Isaac and we Arabs are the sons of Ishmael. Isaac and Ishmael were brothers and their father was Abraham. They, that makes us them, that makes them our cousins. But where did you come from? How are you a part of all this? And he was very animated in the way he said it. I can't say it like he said it. And it goes on for a page and a half. I wrote it all down. <clears throat> well, okay. You know, we see the devil is on the move. And he's got a program for the last day. And here in our passage, we have the spirit of Antichrist. That was way back with John, as we've been saying for a few weeks. But here <clears throat> also it reminds us in verse 3, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus, this is chapter 4 of 1 John, every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist of which ye have heard that it should come and even now also is present in the world. And <clears throat> yes, we see the spirit of Antichrist, but we see it preparing the way for the Antichrist. Right now, Saudi Arabia and the other Arab countries are meeting together for a peace plan. And the Saudis have arranged it. And um, <clears throat> they've, they've just been quiet a lot. You don't hear a lot on the media about them. But they are pushing for a plan to bring in peace. And as we look through tonight, you'll see from Scripture that the Antichrist, not the spirit of Antichrist, the Antichrist himself, that's his push. And um, 
pray that we'll get our understanding and let's not be hoodwinked, deceived or taken up the garden path and say, oh, this is a great peace we're going to have. <laughs> well, the Lord said there would be a peace, but not God's peace. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we come upon this portion of scripture for such a time as this. Lord, we thank you for your hand working in the nations, though it be dramatic, dramatic, and things where it's hurting many people. Lord, you have a purpose and a plan, and we Christians can rejoice in that you are doing your work in your way. Bless us as we consider this thought, and I pray that we would not be in any way animated or taken in by the spirit of Antichrist and the things that they plan to do in the near future, or he plans to do, Satan, through this individual to come. And that we'd, Lord, be wise and understand the word. Bless us now as we study in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> now, the conflict in testing the spirits is where we're looking at the test for the spirits. That is not of God. In verse 3, we just read, true spirits are known by what they say. False spirits are known by what they say and what they don't say. You know, you can talk to a person and you can, well, they're on the same side as I. They believe the Bible as I do, but it's what they don't say often that <laughs> they, they want to deceive you in that. <clears throat> so be careful. The denial of that spirit is given in verse 3. And it says there, and every spirit that confesses not. Now that word confess is used in Romans, remember chapter 10, verse uh, 9 to 12. He that confesses with his mouth the Lord Jesus and believes in his heart shall be saved. And that word confess means to say the same thing. In that verse, we who believe say the same thing about our standing before God. We're condemned, we're sinners. And we agree with God, I am a sinner. I have sinned. And we, we confess that. Well, here <clears throat> it says... And every spirit that confesses not, this is the not, the negative, that Jesus has come in the flesh, that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, and we've looked at Jesus Christ, the two names there, is not of God. They don't say the same thing. And we've looked at that uh, fairly extensively in the last couple of times I was together and think, Brother McConnell for preaching with an hour's notice or something last week. This thing come on just like that, you know, just bang. And <clears throat> so in the week before that, we were talking about this, that the Lord has us understand who we're going to confess and who we're not going to confess and to say the same thing. They certainly do not say the same thing. Liberals, apostates, those in mainline denominations that are putting on a fair show in the flesh do not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh and they'll sometimes outright deny it and no hiding it others will cover it by what they don't say so the criteria for testing the spirits <coughs> is seen in the verses we're looking at here the, the description of that spirit is given in the rest of verse 3 by three statements it says back there in First John 4 and verse 3 and the second part 
is not of God, and that's, that this is the spirit of Antichrist, that we have heard that should come, even and now is already in the world. The personality of that spirit, this is the spirit of Antichrist, and we've covered that. It's not a reference to the Antichrist in the tribulation, but the spirit that bears the same antagonistic attitude toward the Lord Jesus Christ and his people, and even the chosen people of Israel, though they be in unbelief. Um, <clears throat> secondly, we see the previous prediction of that spirit. Ye have heard that it should come. They had remembered the prediction that Paul had given, I mean, John had given before about this one that was going to come. And uh, the th third point there in verse 3, the last part, even now also is in the world, the presence of that spirit. And we've basically covered those thoughts. It's there in John's day, it's remained ever since, and it's still pushing its way through the, the world. And so let us not be deceived, but let us be discerning. I'd say that in the near future, the biggest lie and deception from creation to that point is going to happen. The most people, the, the, the amount of people that are going to be hoodwinked in thinking that this spirit of Antichrist that comes in the person of Antichrist is for real and it's God. And um, <clears throat> he should even, dis what does it say? He should even deceive the very elect. So let's be, let's be aware that the spirit will be there, but not the individual while we're here still. But let's be on our toes and not be taken in. <clears throat> I heard today that American evangelists have gone over to Israel since all this has started, and they start preaching like they do in the West. You know, like we have evangelists here. How do you think that went down with the Jews? It didn't go down at all. Because a lot of Jews, even secular Jews, are now going to their religion, which is Orthodox Judaism, and seeing that as their hope. And you have American evangelists come in and saying, you know, you, you must repent, Jesus Christ is your saviour, because they think that, well, all this is going to upset the Jews so much that they'll look for the Lord Jesus. No, it's yet future. God has to bring all the nations down on them, well, at least a northern group, to make them look up and repent. And these Americans are going back home and saying the Jews are, they're not going to repent, they're never, and, and starting to turn anti-Semitic. Now, that is the spirit of Antichrist. That's not what God wants. That's not God's plan. So let's not be hoodwinked along with some people like that. I heard that today about that very attitude that some people have. You know, the Jews are going to reject until they're so under the hammer that they've got nowhere else to look. And they'll see God then work. And that's what the Bible, my Bible says anyway. Um, <clears throat> let's not be hoodwinked. Let's just see how when the Antichrist comes, he will deceive almost of the elect. Go to the book of Daniel, chapter 11. In Daniel, chapter 11, you have the individual spoken of who's Antiochus Epiphanes back in, in Judaism, in 
in their history, later history. <coughs> we won't look at all the verses. I'll, in fact, I'll just look at the outline I sent t- to get typed up. Chapter 11, verse 21. Just pick a few verses. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person. <coughs> To whom they shall not give the honour and the kingdom, but he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. Now, does he appear to be a vile person to the people who's coming to to deceive? No. In God's sight, he is a vile person for what he does, as we read later. And he shall come in, how shall he do it? This is the Antiochus Epiphanes of whom the Antichrist is the fulfilment. He is the type. He shall come in peaceably, peaceably, promising peace. So don't be deceived if there comes a big peace from all that's happening over there. And obtain the kingdom by flatteries. Sounds like a politician, doesn't it? (laughs) And that's the way he's going to talk them into it he talks so well and so flatteringly that even Israel with all they're going through right now will say he is our Messiah what are, the, what are they looking for you listen to even on the, the newscast now the orthodox Jews are looking for Joshua the Messiah This is the one they're going to get. And this is the one they're going to believe in. This is the one they're going to be deceived by who comes in peaceably and obtains it by flatteries, just like Antiochus Epiphanes did. (coughs) We go down to another verse, verse 23. And after the league made with him, he shall work, what is it? Deceitfully. The spirit of Antichrist, deceitfully. For he shall come up, and shall become strong with a small people. You can think about all the ways in which that could appropriate today to today's situation over there. And then we go down to verse 27. <clears throat> you can read it all in between. And both these kings' hearts shall do mischief. They shall speak lies. Who's the father of lies? The devil. At one table. They're sitting down to work out a peace. <laughs> and they're telling lies to each other. That sounds, sounds like an Arab situation, doesn't it? <laughs> we'll promise you this and we promise you that and it doesn't work that way. And he did, Antiochus did do that. <coughs> but it shall not prosper. For yet the end shall be at this a time appointed. And then if you go down to verse 31, and it says there... Verse 31, and arms shall stand on his part. That is, he's, uh, he's a god of war, this one. And shall pollute the sanctuary of strength and shall take away the daily sacrifice and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. Now, you're getting closer to the point? This was Antiochus Epiphanes. He did this back then. The Antichrist is going to do that in the future. And um, <clears throat> he will take away the daily sacrifice that, the, that he allows the Jews to have. This hasn't happened yet. They haven't got a temple. They've got it ready to go. They've got it ready to build. 
but the Antichrist is going to do this in the temple yet to be built. Um, <clears throat> verse 32, and shall do as, uh, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Praise God, there is a remnant that still will see through this fellow. Through, <clears throat> saw through Antiochus Epiphanes, in the future we'll see through Antichrist. The church is gone. These are people that have believed afterward, and they see through this fellow. And it's maybe through a lot of preaching and teaching that's happening in good, faithful churches that they will see that. They'll understand because they'll have a lot of resources if they get on the internet before they wipe it all off. <laughs> Then you go down to verse 36. Now this is where it turns to the Antichrist. In the prophecy it's gone from being speaking of historical Antiochus Epiphanes to Antichrist of the future. Because when you read it you can't mistake it. It says, And the king shall do according to his will and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god and shall speak marvellous things against the god of gods and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished for that which is determined shall be done neither shall he regard the gods of his fathers nor the desire of women nor regard any god for he shall magnify himself above all what does it say in the new testament that antichrist does when he personally presents himself to the world he eventually does that he says i am god he sitteth in the temple of god showing himself that he is god that's new testament And you can read on through the remainder of the, the verses there, but go down to verse 45. And he shall plant the tabernacle of his palace between the seas in the glorious holy mountain, and he shall come to his end and none shall help him. That's the Antichrist. He sets up his authority and reign, even though he be over Europe, he sets it up eventually in Israel between the seas in the glorious holy mountain but where's that where's the glorious holy mountain Jerusalem Jerusalem that's where he sets it up so there's a little bit <coughs> of what Antichrist is going to do we see the spirit of Antichrist today working over time to bring about his purpose we see him to bring about a peace we'll see that in the future <laughs> if the Lord tarries and doesn't come and take us in the meantime he's already in the world but this monster that we're talking about this antichrist who is diabolical clever he's daring he's wicked it's satan himself he is that spirit of antichrist <clears throat> the one who energizes and in enters the antichrist himself and the one who in the book of revelation is as it were raised from the dead you know he had a deadly wound <clears throat> and then and, and, he, and he was healed and revelation 13 the, the chapters that go along with daniel 11 is for second thessalonians chapter 2 and revelation chapter 12 and 13 and you need to read them all and get a lot of things out of those he does man deceiving miracles um, <clears throat> he he guides he is guided by the devil well, the devil himself he's directed until he controls the whole world he is from the people of the prince that 
shall come, according to Daniel 9, 27. There's a lot of people putting a lot of things up on YouTube and all that, preachers, rabbis, by the number, and you start thinking, you, you listen to the rabbis. They speak in English just like we do. They're dressed in a suit like we do. <laughs> and you think, okay, I'll listen to this fellow. But it, you listen in for a while and you say, wait, 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 wait a minute. No, you got it wrong. And it's particularly one, a rabbi, who heard talking about Daniel chapter 9 and uh, the Antichrist and, uh, and the seven years and all the things. He, he, he was really, really getting it mixed up. I got about one through and a half of that because I was down. I mean, what else could I do but listen, <laughs> listen to some of these things? And <clears throat> sometimes it put me to sleep. <laughs> Other times it riled me because they're just not speaking. And, and all this is going out. And people, well, who's right? <laughs> you know, who are the Jews going to listen to? They're rabbis, of course. They're going to listen to them. Christians should listen to the word of God through the spirit of God and those that have faithfully taught the same thing, haven't changed, and been consistent for their ministry life. Now, <clears throat> Now, throughout history, as we've, we've seen in, we look back, right back as far as Nimrod, Tara Babel, remember him, Satan has been preparing for the coming of the Antichrist through the spirit of Antichrist that's worked. And he's tried time and again to bring about this purpose, but it hasn't happened. Why? Because the spirit of God is still here. According to Thessalonians, he that letteth will continue to let until he be taken out of the way. And that word let is to hinder. He will continue to hinder the Spirit of God working through you and I as Christians until he's taken out of the way. Then the deception will come. And I've heard <clears throat> how relatives of mine who know what we teach and preach, who have walked away from this, they are really mad with the Jews now, right now. They're blaming the Jews for everything. What spirit is in them? The spirit of Antichrist. They've denied the truth. They've set it aside. And so they're going to be deceived. And it's really sad. I sent a text back. It's really sad to hear that this is happening. To, to, to people that know better. But they're believing the lie that's being presented already that the Jews are to blame. And as I did, the last sermon I did was on a Sunday morning, wasn't it? Whose land is it? <laughs> it's a land of Canaan. It's the Jews' land. Just like this um, Saudi Arabian said, they're our cousins, that's their land, it's not ours. He goes on to say, it's their land, it's not ours. We've got our land. But you Palestinians have got no land, you're not a people, you're a mixture. And... Um, so, well, you can, Napoleon, Muslim, Nero, Hitler, Stalin, Antichrist presentations. That fella in 1990 somewhere, or 1989, I think it was, Lord Materia, remember him? Great big page, full page ads in the age in Australia. Lord Materia is here, and he's going to be revealed soon. And then people are waiting and waiting. And then about six months later, was a thing put out. The people of the world are not ready to receive Lord Mataria. <laughs> I thought, 
why? <laughs> the spirit of Antichrist works and is trying to push these man forward, but God's not finished with the church. God is still saving souls. Those who are younger than 1989, who's younger than 1989? Born after that. You know, if, if it would all happened then, you wouldn't be. Praise God <laughs> that we have had an opportunity to have children and grandchildren and that they can hear the gospel. And pray to God that they, through our testimony and our witness, get saved. Because it's for their sake that the Lord has, you know, he's not willing that any should perish. He's waiting for more people. And the longer he waits, more people seem to say no. <clears throat> However long his coming is, is going to be delayed until that time, but it's not far away. <clears throat> and I, wrote, I read a book, a part of a book here that was written about 20 years ago. End times deceptions are overshadowing the world once more, possibly for the last time. <laughs> and we might be saying this and there might be some years to go. We can see the falling away first, they said, of which Paul writes to us, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and it says there in chapter 2 of 2 Thessalonians verse 3 that no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come the day of the Lord until the <coughs> except it come the falling away first and the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who is that? that's the Antichrist not the spirit of Antichrist that's the Antichrist who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God, quoted that before. Remember not, ye not, that when I was with you, I told you these things. And they were upset that they thought they'd missed the rapture. And he said, no, no, you haven't. This is what's going to happen. And now you know who withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. <clears throat> whose coming in verse 9 is after the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders I remember talking well it wasn't me talking it was my father talking to an uncle his brother-in-law when they got messed up in the charismatic movement and my uncle was saying <clears throat> a person that does miracles has to be from God no not according to that verse there lying wonders, signs and, and as, as we've said over and over again, power, signs, and lying wonders. What does that sound like? The modern charismatic movement. With all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, what I was talking about just before. Now, <clears throat> just giving a few things about the Antichrist. I think in the outline of the big 2029 we're not going to get through them mentions of the rise and rule of antichrist if somebody is ignorant of what he's like then they don't read their bible because it's scattered peppered throughout the scriptures he will appear in the latter times daniel 8:23 he will not appear until the day of the lord has begun first second uh, thessalonians 2:2 2, 2. His manifestation is being hindered by the restrainer. We've already mentioned that. This appearance will precede a departure in verse 3 that we just read. And it's believed to be a departure from the faith and true doctrine. 
He is a Gentile since he arises from the sea. One verse says, well, he's an Assyrian. One verse. But you nail it down to when you come into Daniel chapter 9 and verse 27. The prince that shall come. He's from the people of the prince that shall come. And if you read that, it is talking about the Roman Empire who came and destroyed Israel in 70 AD. And that's where he's going to come from. He is the head of the last form of Gentile power. He has a combination of the leopard, bear and the lion in Revelation 13.1. And many other references. He is a political leader. <clears throat> Seven heads, ten horns and the things that are spoken of in the book of Revelation. His influence is worldwide. Right now it's all higgledy-piggledy. Who's in charge? Who's going to bring the peace? How are we going to bring this about? Wait till someone like he turns up. It'll be obvious he is one that's going to help the world to bring about the peace to come. He, he eliminates three of the ten rulers and rises to power, the little horn that comes up. He arises through a peace program, Daniel 8.25, other than what we spoke of in Daniel 11. We should not be deceived. Even as we see these things happening in the day approaching. He's intellectual, he's persuasive, he's very able to use the gift of the gab. <clears throat> and I've said many times, he'll have the gift of the gab like um, Obama had. <laughs> you know, impressive with the way he could talk, his way into or out of things. Um, <clears throat> He's subtle and crafty, Ezekiel 28.6, Revelation 17.3. He rules over nations. And Daniel 11.36 that we've looked at. He does his own will. His chief interest is might and power and army. Um, forces. He's the God of forces. Uh, <clears throat> he makes a covenant with Israel. For, and this is where the rabbi got it mixed up, seven years. <laughs> he... For people that are alive then and have heard the Bible, you'd say, surely, surely they wouldn't fall for it. You know, they're not saved. They know it intellectually. But they will. They will. Because Second Thessalonians says, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. He's the head of Satan's lawless system. He is re received as God and as ruler because of the blindness of people's hearts, because he can do miracles, call fire down, be healed. Uh, <clears throat> he come, becomes the adversary of Israel. What would inspire the Jews to lay down their arms? After what's happened there, now, well, because it seems that they're going to say, oh, We'll trust him completely. We'll trust Europe for our defence. And um, you think, why would you? <laughs> With all the neighbours that are around you that, well, they'll sit at one table, won't they? And they'll say, yeah, we'll lay down your arms if you lay down your arms. And they'll agree. And Israel lays down his arms. And the others, what do they do? Well, they hide them in tunnels, don't they? <laughs> Well, in the, um, he makes his headquarters at Jerusalem, we mentioned before. 
this ruler at the time of his rise to power is the is elevated through is elevated through the instrumentality of the the false church the Jezebel church revelation 17 and then he turns and obliterates that system he destroys the system that put him into power so over and over again <coughs> we find who this individual is we'll finish with daniel 9 verse 27 <coughs> and move off this antichrist who is a manifestation of all that's being talked about in the spirit of antichrist And in verse 26, and after three score and two weeks shall the Messiah be cut off. He was, he was crucified, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come, so the people of the prince, the prince of Antichrist, the people are the ones from which, well, which destroyed the city and the sanctuary. We know they are Romans. And the end of it shall be with a flood, and to the end war, desolations are determined. And he, the prince that <coughs> shall come from the people of, the, of Rome, he shall confirm the covenant with many for how long? One week. We haven't heard that talked about, and I don't think we will. And in the middle of the week he shall cause a sacrifice of oblation to cease. And if you want to know the interpretation of that, go to Matthew 24 and 25. So we'll move on next week <clears throat> from this spirit of Antichrist and the Antichrist and move into the next part uh, in verse 5 and following in 1 John. But I thought we'll, we'll cover that bit where there in the day when these things could transpire in our lifetime. And so let's not be hoodwinked, let's not be deceived, let's have our eyes wide open and let's not believe every spirit. <clears throat> Someone said to me last night of one of their family members, I wished they would stop listening to the internet. <laughs> and unless you have a discerning spirit, it's probably wise to be careful because you could be taken in. I, I, you listen to it and you say, yes, yes, yes. And then if you know your Bible, you say, no, no, no. That's not right. And so don't be taken in by them and be wise in what you listen to. I'm not saying you can't. That, that, that's, that, we're not a dictatorial church. <laughs> you can be wise about these things. But see, the old devil's having his fling. He's trying to bring about his purposes. But we as Christians are to be out there telling people that they need to trust the Lord like it's late. Do it. Please Turn to the Lord. If you get an opportunity to talk to a Jewish person, you better be prepared because they are looking into their old system, their Old Testament. <clears throat> you have to say it's been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trust him. Trust him.